At Total Pharmacy Care, we fill your prescriptions and answer any questions about your medications. No distractions and no long lines. Tell your doctor to send your prescriptions to Total Pharmacy Care. Welcome back to another episode of the Unwired Athletics hey, Podcast. A podcast. It's a podcast that you need to uh, you need to consider. You yeah, bring us into the fold. Don't consider it. Just go subscribe. Every, just, yeah. Everybody has a handful of podcasts they watch. I know yeah, I do or yeah. listen to. Bring yeah, us into it. the fold, man. We're a quick one. We don't even take up that much of your time. No, like mostly thirty minutes a day. Very like, efficient. Yeah. We are. Could they get in, listen get to it on the way to work or? No, no, no. You don't want to do that because you got to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Maybe while you're at work on lunch yeah, break. You gotta... Or not on lunch break. Whatever you want to do. I'm not going to tell you. Just yeah, watch it. Just watch don't it. limit yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we are, Problem solvers. Yeah, That's all we are. yeah Problem we're just solvers. trying to help. <laughs> Brought to you, as always, by the Appalachian Newspapers. We're here in the beautiful Appalachian Wireless Arena. want to say a thank you, not a quick thank you, just a good old-fashioned old fashion. long-form thank you <laughs> to our sponsors. <laughs> it's flu season, yep, yep, uh, yep, yep, and the yep. professional pharmacists at Nova Pharmacy and Caremore Pharmacy want you to get vaccinated. Call Joel or Sandy Thornberry today and get vaccinated and stay healthy. 606-432-2274 is Nova Pharmacy or 606-639-2273 is Caremore Pharmacy. Go out there, get yourself vaccinated, and uh, just do, do your community a favor. Yeah, good people, Joel and Sandy. A hundred percent. I'm cooking for, shout out to Joel, yeah. cooking for Joel's Red Cross uh, benefit this Friday at Dueling Barrels. It's going to be cool, I bet. Awesome. We also brought to you by Bruce Walters. Bruce Walters has just updated their pricing on all their new inventory. Check them out at brucewaltersford.net. If you're looking for quality care for your loved ones, look no further than Presbyterian Homes of Cedar Creek and Good Shepherd at Phelps. Both facilities treat your loved ones with care and respect. They offer therapy, daily activities, exquisite cuisine, and home-like settings to make your family members feel at home. Call to schedule an appointment today at Cedar Creek. Call Jessica Thacker, who is Trevor's wife, who has appeared on the show multiple times, at 432-8243. And at Good Shepherd, call 456-8725. Caring for your loved ones is what we do best. He's getting cocky. Wow, that, that is. He is. That's a spot for that was, ad read. That, I, I that feel was the smooth. Tension. That was yeah. smooth. That's very good. Like that, that's, that's work. He's like, Super Bowl was over last night. Let me go practice yeah, this. Yeah. I got to be my best. <laughs> yeah. The day after the Super Bowl, no Super Bowl hangover that, for Josh. That was very good. As you can see, joined by the usual cast of characters here, Regional sports editor Randy White, staff sports writer Josh Blankenship, Corey Vance is behind the camera, cameras, cameras as usual. And uh, listen, it's Monday. Um, bit of bit of a sad time just because football the Super season. Bowl was last night. Football season is officially over. Officially no more over. football. Well, we do have the XFL coming to Fox on February eighth. I mean, I don't know what to expect. I that. don't know if I'll I'm double not, forward passes. <laughs> I saw that. They've Are got they gonna I, I, bring back the stripper poles. I don't remember. I don't, anything. I don't remember anything about the original XFL. I really don't either. He hate me. That's yeah, I remember, I remember he hate me. me. And, and Tommy, uh, uh, what was the quarterback's name? Played for the Steelers. Tommy yeah, Maddox. Tommy well, Maddox. to the Tommy fans, Maddox. I would just tell you, go look up videos of the old XFL 
because that is supposed to be the exact opposite of what this year's XFL will Well, they be. only have 18. Right? Yeah, 18, 18, something 18. like that. Yeah. I wasn't prepared to go well, into XFL. I think actually they <laughs> they just announced they're going to have a ninth team uh, that is pretty much just going to be like a free agent team. So if any other of the eight teams have like injuries – they can pull players off this ninth team. That's when so they'll come So this ninth team is just going to be out there. It's just free agency teams, really. <laughs> yeah. Every single week, it's like, if you need somebody, pluck it off this team. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, that's, that's the, essentially that's the idea. They're the Washington Generals. So do we think another <laughs> uh, another football league in the United States hasn't that. been able to exist to this point? I don't. I don't know if it, it were. You got to see how the quality of play. Is. Yeah, yeah. It all depends on quality of play. Yeah. If they can make stars, uh, if they can get people interested. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be tough. I mean, people like football season for what it is. The you know from August to February. Mm-hmm. Now they're basketball. Like now you switch to basketball mode. I don't know if people want to stay in football. Try mode. to hold with like, guys that they don't yeah, know. Yeah. I mean, well, and for me, I know from my you know. Obviously, we follow college basketball super close, but yeah. to me, the NBA season doesn't even start till ba- uh, yeah. football's over. Yeah, February. Yeah, like yeah, February. So. Now the NBA season. Now we'll starts. start following the NBA. Yeah. yeah. So Super Bowl last night. Uh, we'll talk some about it. The Kansas City Chiefs able to uh, man. I mean, credit to them. Big congratulations to Andy Reid. Yeah. And credit to the Chiefs for being able to pull out a win. Uh, Randy and I were texting back and forth a little last night. It just felt like that was the 49ers game up until, what, eight minutes About in the eight fourth minutes. quarter? But, you know, this is what the Chiefs have done all, all three playoff games. Mm-hmm. They've trailed double digits in every one of them, and it seems like, oh, when Patrick Mahomes wants to get going, he's going to get going, and then that's the ball game. I, I mean, that's just what it was last night. He was like, oh, I'm, I'm, he, he struggled. He didn't look very good no, the first three quarters. two interceptions. And he I, hadn't thrown a pick in the playoffs yet. Until the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, and and, and me, and, me and Wes were even talking. Like, this doesn't look like a good version of Patrick Mahomes tonight. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter in the end because he turned it on when he needed to. Well, yeah. if you you got to look at Patrick Mahomes as like one of those competitive video game players like where he's casually playing through like the first, second, and third quarter like this. Then the first fourth quarter starts, and then he's kind of just like leaning up, ready to play. Like well, you know what I mean. It, it, sometimes it looks like he's playing backyard football. I mean, and then sometimes it looks like he just finds a spot on the field where he just wants to throw the ball. And if there's somebody there, great. If not, he's still going to throw it there. And most of the time, the receivers come there and catch. I mean, he had a big one last night to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, the same situation. Was... And if they they don't make that completion, who knows? That game might not go their way. But that kept a drive going. They end up scoring and. Ultimately won the game after that. Well, and like you said, you know, they trail in almost every game or every game. Every game by double digits. They trail in this one. They outscore the 49ers 21-0 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and, and, you know, the fourth quarter was a a good quarter of football. But, you know, it was was one of those games it was was a – Okay, game. It was nothing like it wasn't crazy. spectacular. I didn't think either quarterback. I think like, you know really... the last few years we've got we've got you know spoiled by some of these crazy comebacks by the Patriots mm-hmm. down twenty eight three, and then you see some of these other close. This game was a close game. It was a good game to watch, but I mean there was nothing crazy that happened. That, that there's not well, there's not going to be one play from this game that you're going to remember. Or, one like one this is an all-time moment. Super yeah. Bowl moment. Just yeah. the the moment that sticks out in my mind for at least for the 49ers was the missed deep ball the missed to deep uh, ball. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. That might have been ball game right. J- there. Just overthrowing. I should have I mean, been he a was touchdown. Open. 
Yeah, I mean, if that's Tyree Hill running that pass, he runs right under. He might, be, I feel he like. might still be running. Emmanuel Tyree Sanders Hill. is fast, fast too, by the way. But Tyree Hill is just different level. Different level of fast. The ball that uh, Pat Mahomes hit him with down the field, he threw an absolute dart. I don't know how you lose Tyree Kill in coverage. You got to make sure somebody yeah. just on his hip. And, and you know, another guy for 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 Kansas City, I thought had a really good game was Sammy Watkins. Oh yeah, yeah. And you know, you don't hear Sammy Watkins' name as much this year, and he's had a really good season. And he had a great Super Bowl, I had thought. Had a great Super Bowl and absolutely torched Richard Sherman yeah, on him. that uh, in the fourth quarter yeah. on that one big play that got them inside in the red zone. In the red I zone. Think. Um, I think yeah, it was a 38-yard play. Yeah, Pat Mahomes, uh, you know, up until then had made some good plays with his legs, extended drives by getting out of the pocket and kind of uh, getting picking up a couple of crucial first downs. But, man, I mean – just not the game. We saw him throwing the ball behind guys. I mean, obviously through the two interceptions. And that first one was bad. That first was one bad. was real bad. Yeah, he's just I mean, the second over. one was bad. Yeah. I mean, he threw it behind Tyree Kill. I mean, just plays it. He doesn't make. You haven't seen him make yet. Yeah. You know, so. But, I mean, to, to also, I mean, this is his third year in the league. He's already won a Super Bowl. Does this put him on the, we'll the, see, yeah, the rise to where he's the next big the face of the NFL for the next 10 years now. Is he the next Aaron Rodgers type? Is he the next Drew Brees type, well, Russell Brady, Wilson type, where he is in that upper echelon of quarterback? Brady's got six, right? Yeah. <coughs> and when, at what age was Brady when he won his first one? Does anybody know? He was young. He was I mean, it's his second, second year, or third year. Second year. Was it? 2001, right? 2001, his second yeah. year. Okay. Well, then maybe he's on track to do something like what Tom Brady did. Because well, like, I mean, who knows what his window is now because – He's about to get paid. To, to me, there's only big, one Tom Brady. Dollars. But you still see guys like Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, you know, Russell Wilson, who only got one or two Super Bowls who are upper echelon guys. Well, already and, being and, talked about well, as Aaron Hall of Rogers, Aaron Rodgers got one. Yeah, and he's an upper echelon guy, you know. I think it, it, it all it really depends on how long or how the Chiefs surround Pat Mahomes because we've For the seen, long yeah, in the NFL, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, Russell Wilson is spectacular. You got to get some weapons around Spectac- that guy. Exactly. The supporting cast for the Kansas City Chiefs is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like you said, the defense is, is a little better than people would give yeah. credit for. Well, that secondary. I mean, Tyron yeah. Matthew, I don't yeah. care if you got a bunch of bums in that secondary. If you throw Tyron Matthew back He's there a with playmaker. him, you're going to have a dangerous player mm-hmm. in, in your defensive secondary. And like you said, man, Sammy Watkins, probably a super underrated guy. I mean, He was, was the go-to guy until yeah, Tyreek Hill came back. Yeah, mm-hmm. just an absolute burner. Not to mention they probably have the best tight end in the league or one and 1A with George, George Kittle. Kittle. Um, so, I mean, they've got a great supporting cast. Damian Williams, kind of the unsung hero, too, had a big game for him last night, scored the go-ahead touchdown, mm-hmm. uh, made a big play. So, can, and, and also, Pat Mahomes breaks the Madden curse. Yep, First man. player to be on the cover of Madden that's won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, he's, he's break, out here breaking barriers. <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day that said, well, the Madden curse took a year off because of how bad it did Antonio Brown. <laughs> well, and and how about should. just like in college football and the NFL, you couldn't have two coaches that were more like lovable. No, I when mean, when they're you know Coach O win the national championship and Andy Reid and Andy, Andy Reid. If you don't love Andy Reid, I mean he's the big he's the walrus. Come on, he's man, he's the big walrus out there. You just gotta love the guy. And we talked about this quote before we came on. Greatest quote of all time, Andy Reid. 
talking to his team after a win earlier this year, says not all of Mozart's paintings were great, but in the end, them suckers sold for a million dollars. Andy Reid, Super Bowl champ. That's a man who deserved the Super Bowl. He deserves <laughs> a Super Bowl and a big cheeseburger. Whatever he wants. Yeah. I mean, you got to feel good for the guy because he was always the guy with the most wins in the NFL without a Super Bowl ring. He was always a fringe Hall of Famer. People were like, is he a Hall of Famer? Is he not? There's undoubtedly. He's undoubtedly a Hall of Famer. Well, and there's no question. He's one of the greatest offensive minds we've seen. I mean, the guy, you know, they talked a lot about Kyle Shanahan going into this. Obviously a great coach. Going to have a bright future. Andy Reid's been doing this for a long time, going back to the Mike Holmgren up in Green Bay with Brett Favre days. You know, then with the uh, Eagles, had some great teams up there. Never could quite get over the hump. And, and, you know, he was one of the coaches, too. It was like he can never get it done in the playoffs. His teams are great in the regular mm-hmm. season, but they're going to get beat, in the, you know, in the playoffs. And we were talking about memorable Super Bowl plays, and I think the one that I'll remember from this past Super Bowl is the little boy band audible spin move yeah. thing they did where mm-hmm. they shift into a formation where they do, like, direct snaps and stuff. I thought that was marvelous. So, so like, props to Andy Reid for being able to come up with whatever that was. Well, I mean, that's Kansas City going back having fun, too. I mean, that, a lot of times you watch their offense, it looks like they're playing backyard football. Yeah. And it's fun to watch. Uh, you know, they he, he'll scramble around until somebody gets open. You know, broken plays. Uh, just stuff like that. I mean, I mean, it was it was it was a a really good team, and he, he had the right weapons this time for his offense. The way he wanted to run it, and Patrick Mahomes is a special talent. So I think that is yeah. the difference. Yeah, and I think most people would agree. Along with the Ravens, the Chiefs were probably the best team start to finish, and mm-hmm. the and the Niners. The Chiefs the Niners were. You, you got to give the Niners credit. I mean, a great I didn't season. See this coming. A great season. I mean, they they you know had this thing pretty much won for fifty minutes of the game. Well, and going minutes. back to week one when they blew the Bengals doors off, we mm-hmm. were like, "What the? The Bengals just got killed mm-hmm. by the 49ers. Turns out, 49ers pretty legit team. Well, man, really and I legit. thought their D line really controlled the game for most of all the game. Yeah, like if. If not, well, all I mean, the way up until Bosa was Bosa made Mahomes' life yeah, they, miserable. Well, they obviously miserable. affected the way that he played. I mean, because we didn't see the same Patrick yeah. Mahomes that we'd seen for two years so far. Yeah, but um, I mean, Bosa. I mean, that was a no wonder he was number one pick. He's a, a difference maker. Yeah, uh, and they the defense did everything to 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 help them win, except for they didn't have eight minutes left. I mean, yeah, I mean, when you've got a special player like Mahomes and you've got all that talent around him, you've got a guy like Tyree Kill and, and Travis Kelsey guys you got to account for, you've got to keep your foot on the gas mm-hmm. the entire game. And credit again to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs for being able to get it done, Super Bowl champions. Then just on a on a A through F grading scale, halftime show. J Lo, Shakira, definitely A plus. I would say solid B, B plus. I mean, it was good. Nothing crazy. Nice to look at. Nice to look yeah. at. I don't know. I mean, it, it was yeah. it was entertaining. I mean, I don't know. I mean, some of it you hear mixed reviews. I mean, it's not my 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 bag hey, of tea man. all the time. Yeah. You know? If all that halftime show would have been a Shakira showing up and going into the camera, I'd have been. Fine with that. We're going to be for the next two, three months. You're going to see a lot of yeah, that. Yeah. That, 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 that should be a meme. <laughs> yeah, I think it already is. Her. 
you well, clip you that <laughs> of him doing that for a minute. But yeah, I mean, it was fun to look at. Obviously, I'm not a guy who uh, throws a lot of J Lo on in the car. Yeah. However, she's ageless, by the way. Fifty years old. Yeah. Yeah. 50 Unbelievable. Years old. And then this weekend we had uh, wrestling. Kentucky uh, State Wrestling Championship. Middle school and youth. Middle school and, 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 and youth. Yeah. Uh, you know, not knowing, never being a part of uh, an event like that, mm-hmm. I had no idea other than things that people were telling me, man. I mean, this place was absolutely – I mean, great crowd. A lot of kids showed up to participate on Saturday. Sunday was next level, man. I mean, this place it was a- jamming, jamming. Over here, that's awesome. On Sunday, a lot of young kids excited. When Super young kids, man. I mean, you know, obviously it went all the way up to the high school or the uh, junior high yeah. level, but there were a lot of young kids out here, man. I mean, eight, nine years old, getting after it on the mats. A lot of people here, a lot of, a lot of emotions, man. I mean, they're basically out there fighting. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, so it was a great turnout, man. Great event. And, uh, well, Josh come over here and covered some of it. I mean, you know, I think this is one of Josh's first uh, times covering wrestling. It's a little different uh, watching uh, it's amateur not wrestling. wrestling. No, it's a little different it's watching a- amateur amateur wrestling. Like Roman used- Greco type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Josh like is was- roaming around with a chair trying to hit somebody, but they're like, no, no, this <laughs> no, no, not no, that no. wrong wrestling. That's wrestling. <laughs> You're used to wrestling. You showed up thinking it was going to be wrestling. It was wrestling. I don't know, man. I I think, <laughs> like, the way this sport is is kind of blowing up right now is, is a really awesome thing to watch because it can generate a lot of good things, especially for Pike County and the surrounding counties mm-hmm. because there were places that were filled up. I think uh, Larry Miller told me uh, – People were traveling at least 60 minutes, staying 60 minutes out at hotels, mm-hmm. traveling to here because everything here was booked out. And I think he said in Pike County alone, there's 700 available uh, hotel rooms at any given time. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, this is the first year it had been in eastern Kentucky. Last mm-hmm. couple of years, I think it had been Louisville. So, you know, you had people coming from all over the state yeah. to uh, compete. In they were coming from out of state. I, I met some people, uh, a family that was from Maryland, mm-hmm. uh, who had family that lived here, and their, you know, niece and nephew was in the tournament. Yeah. So they traveled from there to come here and watch. And I was like, well, I wonder how many other people are here from different states, Mm -hmm. you know, just coming in, seeing this part of Kentucky for the first time or even being in Kentucky for the first time. Well, well, most of the time, Eastern Kentucky doesn't have the facilities to hold state championship type events. I mean, most of the time we have to travel to Langston, Owensboro, Louisville, wherever. But, you know, now with, with, with the arena here, we can host state championships and have that revenue come in for us. So that's a good thing here. And, you know, the other thing is, too, it's, it's good to see these kids out wrestling because, you know, they're, they're learning so much about themselves. They're learning confidence. They're learning leverage. Respect. I mean, respect. I mean, sportsmanship. All, all kinds to, of stuff. How so. to take a, a brutal loss, like to, to be physically pinned to where you can't move or to, you know, just be dominated the whole match and then the other person win mm-hmm. by points. And then to be able to look them in the eye, shake their hand, give them a hug, whatever. Mm-hmm. You have to go, uh, you know, shake hands with the coaches. It's just formalities that they do that it's kind of like I, – I don't want to compare it to mixed martial arts because it's not. It's, no, it's no, nothing no, it's like not. that. But I would say that it may lead these kids to, you know, certain – or may, different alternative avenues 
to well, succeed in life. Yeah, and it's just an alternative sport. You know, yeah. when you and I yeah. were in school, wrestling wasn't an option. It wasn't yeah. a thing that you saw in Eastern Kentucky. I, I'm not sure when I was in school, any high schools that right. I knew of had right. wrestling teams. Maybe just a handful. Yeah, so, it, you know, it, it's just a, another option for, for some of these kids to be able to participate in a, in a sport that, that's teaching them things that they'll probably mm-hmm. use the rest of their life. So credit to uh, all of the coaches and parents and, and, and wrestlers. Yeah, and, and, you know, and that leads to next weekend. we got the regions for high school coming up. It's at Letcher Central. Yeah. You'll see state championship caliber teams like Johnson Central there. Mm-hmm. You'll see Pike Central's high school team there who, you know, they're, the Warhawks Middle yeah. School was here and had two or three state championships at, at the middle school. You know, Johnson Central right now leads the way in Eastern Kentucky for wrestling. And, you know, next week they'll get to showcase that here at Letcher Central over in Weisberg, you know, 30 minutes away. And, you know, folks should go out and support those kids too because, yeah. you know, it's it's a big deal. Wrestling's fun. It's, I mean, it's a little chaotic to cover. It's a little chaotic to watch. I, I but think, it is an experience. Yeah. To sure. me, when I was watching it, man, it was getting to watch these elite athletes that are super young and going to be elite mm-hmm. once they get older. But it's pure athleticism in its rawest form is what wrestling is to me. Like mm-hmm. Well, and it's action-packed because when you've yeah. got an event like that, you've got – 10, 12 matches it's, all going on at the same, same time. time. Yeah, and then they keep rolling yeah, all day. Yeah, they keep rolling. I mean, this thing was, speaking from my perspective, we were downstairs, obviously, in the kitchen. A challenge keeping these concession stands full, by the way. We've yes. got 1,400 wrestlers in the Ooh. building. But um, it was uh, it was jam-packed. And from 7 a.m. till 3 o'clock in the afternoon, essentially, we were nonstop. So, especially, great event. Especially at that. Especially, yeah. 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 Also, on Sunday, yeah. on Sunday, there's nowhere open to eat in downtown. Nope. So, uh, I'd say you, know, you all stayed. Busy. It was a, it was a good event. I think we'll mm-hmm. be looking forward to having that at the arena next year. Everything mm-hmm. seems like it went off without a hitch. We'll uh, jump right in from that into UK mm-hmm. basketball. Um, Tough game, dude. I hate losing Bruce Pearl. It's awful. I, I can't it. stand Bruce Pearl. Hate I know it. some people like him because he's a. Uh, a fiery character. I never did like him. Yeah. Uh, I'll never like him. I hated him. Anybody that has anything to do with Tennessee, y'all, probably. By default. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're just. But here's what you do know about Bruce Pearl. He's going to have some good basketball teams. That team down the stretch uh, is going to be. Uh, this, they're, they're a good team, but, I mean, Kentucky had, <coughs> had opportunities. They didn't make shots. They got in foul trouble, which, you know, Foul trouble was a big issue in that game. I mean, yeah. Hopper shot 44 free throws. When man. you shoot 40 free throws, that's a lot. Well, we didn't rebound well. Yeah, Nick Richards uh, only 7.7 7 rebounds. And, and hey, still, uh, and still oh. UK had a chance to win that mm-hmm. game. Tyrese Maxey got to step up a little bit. You know, he's he's got to be a, a more consistent scorer because he can actually get his shot off. Yeah. Where some of these other guys struggle. Higgins was in foul trouble all game. Yeah, only five points, three assists. I mean, I mean still, and I'll, I'll say this, man. I heard a lot of people complaining about calls in that game, which there may have been. Who knows? Most of the calls these refs make are 50-50 calls. But when you send a team to the line 44 that's times. That's ridiculous. That's lazy defense, bro. That's well. A lot of those that's these putting calls yourself throw, in bad situations. If you watch and the last them out. three or four UK games, offensive fouls have been a problem. Yeah, and some of them 
I don't know if the refs are just calling everything close, an offensive foul, but, I mean, at some point, you would think that these offensive fouls are going to start, you know, some of these calls are going to start going to UK's way because, Even I mean, it, I mean, a lot of these calls are offensive fouls, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, in years past, you'd be like, well, is that off? I don't know if they're calling them different this year or what, but offensive fouls have been a problem for UK. We're not blaming my loss on refs. No, 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 I don't no, think no, we no. ever have well, No, been. and that's not what I was. But. The game before this and last game, some pretty questionable officiating, yeah. I would say, to say the least. You know, obviously, if you play the game, uh, you take happen. the referees out of it's it. It's going to happen. You know? I, don't, I don't care what level you are. You're going to have some games where the refs call stuff that you don't agree with, no matter whose side you're cheering for. Well, listen, Auburn was a ranked team. Game day was at Auburn. It was I mean, a big game the fans for them. were out. I mean, that's a tough it was, environment. It was a huge to play game in. for them, and so. they sh- and you got to give Auburn credit because they showed up ready to play. I mean, and Kentucky still had chances to win that yeah. game, so you can't blame it all on rest because you know a play here or there. Who knows? Somebody makes a shot here or there. Sestina's got to be stronger with the ball. Yeah. He's got to he he missed you know some open threes that you know if they go down maybe UK pulls this one out but. That's that's the way the ball bounces sometimes. Yeah, and we know, you know, these Kentucky teams, sometimes they're coming out, they look great, sometimes not so much. I mean, it looks like two different teams Mm -hmm. at at times during the year. Got Mississippi State coming up tomorrow, Tuesday. We're filming this on Monday. And then big game with Tennessee at Tennessee this Saturday at 1. A couple more chances. Listen, man, this SEC schedule is tough. It's all about how they finish. And I, I think I talked to a kid about this last week. Because, you know, Tug, Tug Valley has kind of had some struggles early on, kind of similar to like, I mean, UK hasn't lost a tremendous amount of games, and by no means are they out of the equation of anything. But you definitely have to try to, you know, find some sort of Silver structure, yeah, yeah, structure to build upon in the locker room to where you can galvanize everybody together and come out strong in the last part of the season going into the SEC tournament and build some momentum going into the, you know, the tournament in March. And that's even saying that they make it that far. They're, they're going to be yeah. fine. Coach Cal's master motivator. He's going to have these guys ready. Wait, they're ranked 13 right now. They're in fine shot. I'm sure they're going to figure it out. Well, that was my point. I think, like, according to Joe Lenardi, we definitely fell off the four-seed line yeah. with that loss yesterday. Well, there's still chances knows. to move up even higher than Well, that. yeah, I if mean, we went out and win the SEC tournament, yeah. who's to say we're not going to get back up in one of those top, you know, two or one or two seeds in the NCAA yeah, And I'm tournament. not sure how, how – how critical seeding's going to be this year. Yeah, this year, this. especially this year. I mean, yeah. Everything's wide everybody, everybody, Everybody's even. Who would you say the – I mean, would you say is the best team you've seen so far in college basketball? I, I mean, is I there anybody know. that stands know. right out to you? Because there's not I don't to know. me. I mean, I, I really don't know. Like, that's – Yeah. I would have to sit down and really think about yeah. it. I think, you know, when it comes to March Madness, it's all about matchups. Mm-hmm. It's always that way every single year, who matches up well with whom and who can get – who just play their style. Right. So, no this team, year I have no idea. Yeah, there's no team that just jumps right out at me like those guys are way better than everybody Yeah, and, and, you know, speaking of people struggling right now a little bit, you Pike, they played Georgetown. Yeah. A big game over the gym, great crowd. The women, you know, they fought hard. They lost to Georgetown. The men came out. They fought hard. Had a they struggled the first half shooting the ball. Second half, 
they played really hard, but they ultimately failed at Georgetown by 13. I think it was 76-63. Mm-hmm. Injuries have played the this UPAC team, and, you know, I think they've lost something now like five or six out of the last seven. So they've got to find a way to finish strong as well uh, because, you know, they're on a real shot from being legit number two team in the nation to, to make me on a bubble of not making that tournament. Well, and something we haven't mentioned just yet is, you know, Kelly Wells Kelly. wants to end his coach. Last he announced, I guess last, last week, week, his last year coaching, he'll still remain the, the athletics director, director at, at UPIC where he does a great job. Um Man, you hate to hear this guy's not going to be on the bench coaching mm-hmm. this team anymore because he's just a living legend no, at this point. He's, he's so good, great coach, and I mean it's gonna um, it's gonna be interesting to see who they bring in. I don't think they've announced, they've not the, announced uh, yeah. who who the coach is going to be. So you know that. But Kelly, even if they don't bring anybody, Ty Compton and uh, uh, yeah, they've Adam got dudes Faulkner. that are. I mean, to step these up. guys are they've, they've got a great coaching staff under him. He's going to be fine. I mean, but I'm sure whoever the next head coach is going to be, you know, a great fit. Well, and, and he's he's not going far. He's still going to be no, your AD. Right I'm sure he's still going to be a resource for whoever mm-hmm. the coach ends up being. But you know this being his last season as as head coach, he's going to want to finish the season strong. Mm-hmm. They've got a chance to do I don't know. Do they play before Saturday? I know they play this coming Saturday. But I'm they, not sure I think they, they play Thursday. I'm not sure, though. i got to look. Some, most of the weeks there's a Thursday-Saturday schedule. I can't yeah. remember. Sometimes I get that, that Thursday off, but I can't remember this week. One of the more exciting things to think about is, you know, what Kelly Wells has done for this basketball program since he's been there. Oh, yeah. And now he gets to focus full-time on the whole athletic department. Mm-hmm. So I can only imagine it's going to be just as good for everyone else now that he well, gets to, you know, focus all that energy in one he's, spot. He's got some big plans to help that that school and the whole sport, the whole university grow. Yeah. So he'll, they'll be fine shape. I mean, nobody needs to worry about UPAC athletics. So they're going to be fine. Yeah, they're going to be fine. But you know, Friday night I went over to Hazard and covered Hazard and Perry Central. What a phenomenal high school game! The Hazard Memorial Gym. If you've never been over there, folks. It got. It was the first stadium who was elected into the Kentucky uh, High School Athletics Hall of Fame for stadiums. Just a tremendous af- atmosphere. That place was packed. Kids showed up. Uh, both fan sections wearing Kobe jerseys to support Kobe Bryant. They came together before the game. Once the game started, just fireworks. Uh, Perry Central trailing by three with 1.9 seconds left. Kid uh, Tyler Day hits a turnaround three. At the buzzer to send it the whole time. Is it an 8th grader? I believe believe so. Uh, I think I saw this. And he just (laughs) drilled that shot. Getting to overtime, uh, DeAndre Reed for Perry Central, who had a big charge call late in the end of regulation to help Hazard tie the game up Mm -hmm. or to actually take the lead before that three. Well, he had that turnover. He comes back and hits the eventual game winner. Just a phenomenal crowd. I mean, 65-64. Anytime those two teams play, it's going to be a close game. It's it's on. Uh, people talk about rivalries like Johnson Central, Paintsville, yeah. which they played over the weekend as well. Shelby Valley, Pikeville. It's up there with any of those. Right. I mean, and both those teams in the 14th region are going to be fine. It might come down to those two again in that region championship. And if it does, expect you know more fireworks. Those two teams can play, man. Fun to watch. And then uh, transition right, right in Trey Francis, huge game had, over the weekend. Had a, had a big weekend. He got his 1,000th career rebound over the weekend. He also had a triple-double, 26 points, 15 rebounds, 10 steals. 10 steals. Uh, I mean, the kid can play. He's all-around player. 
Phelps, you know, they won that district last year. Yeah. They hosted it. They've got a chance to do it. But so does Belfry. But so does Belfry. So does Pac. Pac Central's getting better, people. They're sneaky good. Uh, I went and watched them last week. So that 60th tournament's going to be fun. Uh, I think there's three weeks left in the regular season. 59th is going to be fun. Chevy yeah. Valley Pipe. All these girls' tournaments going to be fun. I mean, like we got some good games coming up. Just stay tuned. And once it gets region time, oh yeah, right here in the, yeah. at the Appalachian Wireless yeah. Arena is going to be the place to be, and it's going to be fun. Well, we're definitely looking forward to that. I mean, listen, we've talked about it before. This year it's wide open. Wide open. A lot of these teams, they're getting better week by week. Mm. And, I mean, we saw it in the All-A. We're going to see a little bit more uh, coming up in the district tournaments and the region tournaments. I mean, it's just – it's. We're down to the stretch now, and it's going to get real interesting. It's going to get real fun. Uh, you're going to see Cody Potter probably, you know, he's already broke the school record up there. He's going to probably hit 2,500 career points in, yeah. at some point this season. So, I mean, a lot of big stuff to come too. So, just just go out into the gyms yeah, and watch come, these, come watch these kids games. play. Yeah, yeah. These kids, I mean, big crowd. Go, go to any game. There's, yeah. there's so many good games, and, and the big crowds and people involved with them make them even funner. So. Well, and if you're a sports fan, you know, and you're like me, and you mourn the loss of football season every year. Right now. Listen, I'm just starting to dig back into these local sports. You all know that. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, wasn't here, didn't follow them for years and years. Digging back in, man, it's intriguing. It's fun to go out mm-hmm. and, and be part of the atmosphere of these games. Uh, so there's plenty to do, plenty of games coming up, 15th district tournaments, region tournament coming up. So we'll uh, definitely be talking more about that. And you know something that I, I just realized that we didn't do – Season two, episode twenty-three. Shout oh, out to Anthony Davis, oh, Anthony Davis at UK. I, I was going to say I Derek Anderson. All about it. I was going to say Derek Anderson. That's a great one, uh, Derek Anderson. If people don't remember, the '96 team he was a part of that. Yeah, we. I think if he plays in '97, I think we win that one. Yeah, he comes in. We won in '98 too. Yeah. yeah, he comes in in '97 against Arizona on a tour in Achilles. Yeah. And hits two big free throws. He wanted to play that championship game. Patino wouldn't let him yeah. play because he didn't want to jeopardize his future. But just shout out to that guy. He was fun to watch him and Ron Mercer. Oh, yeah. Should have been the best guard duo in the country that year. And we never got to sign In the him. old school denim UK The denim, the Converse. The Converse yeah. denim ones. Before we were a Nike Unbelievably school. ugly, but they, they right. broke the denims out that year. I don't even know if you're old enough to remember that. Nazi Muhammad. way before. Nazi Muhammad Nazi had Muhammad. lost about 60 pounds to play that season. Yeah. I mean, it was a fun team, that 97 team. No doubt about it, Kentucky. If Derek Anderson's in that game, Kentucky wins three national championships yeah. in a row. And, and 96, you know, 97, Jason Terry was on that Arizona yeah. team. Miles Simon yeah. and Mike Bibby. That was a backcourt yes. and a half. Yeah. That was – before or after Damon Stoudemire, because he was after there. Damon okay, that's right. That's that was right. after. All right, so thanks again for joining us for another episode of Unwired Appalachia. We appreciate everybody uh, stopping in. Go uh, give us a like and a subscribe yeah. on all the social medias at Unwired App, and we'll see you next week.